Sometimes when the season gets going, I tend to bank the idea of adding more swing speed to my game and instead just focus on keeping it in the ballpark, keeping it in front of me, playing a little safer. But the off season is a good opportunity to add speed to your game. And then when the season comes around, the task becomes using that in an intelligent way and then adding to it slowly. All right, so I think the best opportunity off seasons present to sort of the rest of us is that it's a good opportunity to be able to add a little bit of speed to your game, right? Pros do this all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, the rest of us should really be doing it too. You're not hitting as many golf balls. You're not necessarily caring about, you know, playing really well, but it's a good way to just, let's see if I can build some up some of my golf muscles and add some speed to my game, right? It's so important. Yeah. And I mean, w one of the things that, you know, it it's kind of a shocking statistic, but one of the closest correlated stats to success in golf is actually club head speed. Yep. Um, so if you kind of think it's like, oh, well, you, you know, drive for show, putt for dough, it's actually not true. And power does help. Yeah. And, and it's the truth. The, the stat that often makes the rounds is that for every 10 yards of distance, you save one stroke on your score. Right. So like if I average 260 yards off the team and I average score of 76, then like, let's say I was to gain 10 yards. So then I average 270 yards. Then suddenly just doing that would bring my average score down to 75. Yeah, that's right. right. Every 10 yards. So if like, if you outdrive someone by 10 yards, the strokes gained is one tenth of a shot, yeah. right? So if a guy outdrives someone by 50 yards, he has literally gained a half a shot on him, like right then. Yeah. And, um, and so we're going to get into it. If you kind of haven't hit a golf ball for four or five months, what are some of the things you can do to make sure that when you're going out there, you're hitting your driver good and you're hitting your driver hard? Yeah, um, exactly. So one thing that I've been doing this off season is using this thing called the stack training. aid. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah. So it's super popular in golf. Um, this guy, Dr. Sasha McKenzie, he's like this really well-regarded biomechanist. He developed this training aid with this guy at Ping called Marty Jensen, uh, Jensen, excuse me. And um, what the way it works is that it's an app, right? And it's a, it's a sort of a club and it has varying weights that you can adjust and it's an app and it will tell you like, okay, now swing, a, swing this uh, training aid at 200 grams now swing it at 100 grams now swing it at 150 and so it's kind of constantly shifting the weight around and it's making you do swings with each of these weights yeah and that's really important when it comes to like gaining speed to swing with varying weights oh yeah and and you know in the end safely because if if you start feeling pain you know i'm, I'm going to start giving a few suggestions on how to kind of like wake up your body and get and everything moving but if you start feeling pain in your hips if you start feeling pain in your lower back you, you probably need to go to either a physical therapist. You need to start doing some stability drills for your lumbar spine um, to make sure, because you can get injured doing some of the things that we're saying. I mean, you can get injured just playing golf. So, uh, so yes, you want to learn to swing hard. And I'm going to talk about your neuromuscular system and like waking it up. But if you start feeling pain, you need to tend to that so that your body is capable of actually swinging hard. Yeah, like don't go trying to swing through pain and telling you Golf Digest told you to swing through pain. Right. You should absolutely not swing through pain if you're feeling pain. Yeah, and but, there's ways to fix it. Yeah, right? and there's ways to fix it. But what I would say is that don't be so, like everybody can do speed training to their own level. Absolutely. Right, And they should like yeah. it, it would be good for them is as long as you're not in pain, like whether you're a 90 shooter, whether you're an 80 shooter, whatever, like 
trying to you're you're never not good enough to just try to add a bit of swing speed to your game and often it can help no and 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 this will you know this advice is actually going to be almost a little bit of an exercise because what you're dealing with is there's your muscles and then there's kind of your neuromuscular system how hard your muscles fire right the average golf swing is what 1.3 seconds yes okay so you're you're training your body to fire as hard as it can in 1.3 seconds. You have to remember your backswing is almost longer than your downswing and your backswing is almost more of like a recoil. Like, like you know, the downswing is the, is the hard fire part. And so it's even shorter than that. So you're teaching your body to fire like immediately. And in order to do that, you need to push it to the limit when it comes to this. So going ahead and just running four miles and thinking you're gonna, or getting on the Peloton, thinking that you're gonna increase your swing speed, you're not. Yeah. Um, straight muscular strength helps like, you know, how much can you bench? How much can you squat? But actually learning to do what this, you know, what's it called again? The stack. The yeah. stack. You know, I have a swing fan that I use a lot. You want to do overload training and then you want to do speed training on that. Just like this, the sprinters do where they would like run with a parachute behind them and then they would take a second and then they'd go ahead and run downhill to go extra fast. You want to do the same thing. Swing with a, you know, with, with a really heavy club. You swing really hard five times and then you take like a shaft with no head on it. And you swing as fast. And then that, that club head is moving 140 miles per hour, but you're training your neuromuscular system to fire that fast. Yeah. So let's just like, that's the basic. Right, just no, that. yeah. That's the basic concept here <laughs> is that you want to swing something that's a little too heavy. And then you want to swing something that's like a little too light, right? right. That's called overload, underload training. So it's like, it teaches you to build strength, the swing, the really heavy thing. And then the underload is, it teaches you to be explosive because you're swinging something really light. Right. And so that's the basic concept. That's what the stack makes you do. And there's all sorts of ways you can do it. Like you were saying, you could swing a swing fan and then you could swing a shaft. You right. know, there's, there's lots of ways, but that is the basic concept. Anything yeah. that gives you resistance and then we'll give you the opposite of resistance. We'll give you almost, we'll help you accelerate faster. You wanna hit that in both sides. And then remember, without hurting yourself, you wanna, th this is actually like a, a form of training, um, you know, and so you need to push yourself somewhat. So, you know, I would say if you, if you haven't done it in five months or if you've never done it in your life, you start off slow. But then if, if let's say you do it every two days, right? You know, by the fourth or fifth session, you know, you go ahead and you start pushing yourself a little bit. And what you'll be amazed at coming into the season is you're, when you train your neuromuscular system, you'll be able to just smooth out a driver and that club head speed will be faster than the hardest swing you could have made before. So the, the leaps and bounds of improvement that you can have is really, really fun. Yeah, so we're gonna get into some specifics about like how you can speed train um, for the rest of us. But really that's the goal of it, right? It's that in order to, raise your average, then you need to push up your ceiling, right? right? So that if you capable of swinging the golf club at 110 miles per hour, it will be so much easier for you to swing it at 90 miles per hour. You know, that's like the goal is that the higher your ceiling, the higher your average, and it will take like less effort to do your average. Yeah. And you know, it was so interesting that one year when Bryson did all of that speed training, and then amazingly enough, he was hitting it like 2% straighter. Yeah. than he was hitting it before. And I remember we were talking about it and we're like, how's that possible? How's po And I, I've done a ton of speed training and I'm like, you know what he did? He got his ceiling so high mm -hmm. that he's probably on the golf course swinging at a lower percentage of his max output. Like 
Like yeah, like his old one hundred percent swing used to is now like a seventy percent. Yeah, so Bryson, you know, was swinging at one hundred and sixteen miles per hour, and that's a let's say a ninety seven percent swing, almost a full swing for him was one hundred and sixteen miles per hour, and now he's swinging at one hundred and twenty four. But he's done so much neuromuscular training. He's gotten physically stronger. He's done tons of the speed training. He can actually hit one hundred and thirty five miles per hour when he's like swinging to you know like on the range or when he's doing his training. That 124 mile per hour swing is actually a lower percentage. Now it's 95% of what his max output is. So it kind of makes sense that he would hit it straighter because in a weird way, that 124 mile per hour swing is more within himself. Yeah, I mean, really it's like, yeah, really it's like a car, right? Like if both, if two cars can drive at 50 miles per hour, but one of those cars is only capable of 50 miles per hour and the other car is capable of 150 miles per hour, the car that's capable of going faster will be able to cruise at 50 miles per hour easier, right? Than the car that's absolutely maxing out all its revs trying to get there. So that's the kind of the basic positive. And it, and it really works that way. I got my ball speed up to about 186. I'm not a very big guy. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't getting the ball moving 186 on the golf course, but it was moving 177 and it was very, very smooth and easy. Whereas before it would be a full on hit for me to get it to 177, but now it was just smoothing and you actually get straighter. So don't think that this sort of training is going to make you hit the ball all over the place. It may do the opposite. It may actually help you hit the ball straighter because your driver swing will be more within yourself because you've increased the max output that your neuromuscular system can do. All right, so then when we talk about specifics about how to actually do it, you can go buy a speed training system like Super Speed or the Stack that will sort of do it for you automatically. I mean, one method that some pros will tell you is like, just reserve 10 or 20 golf balls at the end of each range session and just swing all out with a driver. Like that can do some good work for you. Absolutely. I mean, in the end of the day, it's working your body, it's working your muscular system. So just exerting is important. You know, these are almost like tricks or like hacks on how to to push it forward. But you can definitely go ahead and say, okay, you know, I've kind of hit some balls. I'm, I'm going to hit 20, 20 drivers as hard as I can. And that is substantially better than, than not doing that. And remember, when you're hitting these balls, you don't care if they're going straight. You are, you are training your body right now. You are not trying to hit dead straight drivers. You are not going to swing like this on the golf course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just, really, you're just trying to dedicate a few swings every week, every practice session, whatever, to just swinging nothing else but fast, like as fast as you can go. Doesn't mean you're gonna swing like that on the golf course or that you should swing that way on the golf course, but you need to just practice swinging fast because that will benefit you in the long run, even if it's just a few swings a week. And honestly, anyone that has not tried this and is going into the season, you give yourself one month of trying this, I'm very excited for you because it is amazing how much power you can gain in a short amount of time and then how much easier it is to hit your driver. Because like I was telling you, you know, a lot of the time you, you, you swing actually a little slower on the golf course than on the range, but your fastest swings are also gonna be on the golf course. So if you're beating that buddy that you've never beat before and you have a 480 yard par four into wind, you are about to hit that driver very, very hard. And if you've practiced it and you've trained that, on the range regularly, you are going to be ready to actually execute that shot. Whereas, you know, if you have not practiced that, this is going to be a Hail Mary of a swing and, uh, and it's likely to go very badly. So I'm, you know, excited for anyone that hasn't done this sort of training to kind of do it going into the season because it, it, it's a big impact. Yeah, you're going to see the benefits almost immediately.